This is On The Chip, bringing you IndyCar. Formula One. Championship battle, but the championship can only be won by one, and it's going Dutch in 2021. NASCAR and so, so much more. Enjoy your time at On The Chip. All right, so we took a little late to get recording uh, this week. Took a couple mm-hmm. hours extra. Yeah, we all have mm-hmm. lives outside of here. Well, CJ and I are here this week. You know, no Josh. Yeah, no Josh. His his life is important. His Josh, his his Josh life is more important than our lives. No, <laughs> it's not important to me. So I am salty that he's not with us this morning. Whatever, Josh. Whatever, Josh. You know, whatever, guy. But- ECR Full here. disclosure to you, I'm sorry if my phones go off at all. Um, I uh, am, I guess you could say on call. So if you do hear it in the background, I will silence it very quickly, but I do have to know. So I know, believe it or not, this is the guy that's the complete like half brain cell one each week. <laughs> the two brain cells in his, in his head are fighting for third place, you know. Don't feel too disappointed. There are people that give me money to depend on me. <laughs> what a mistake that is <laughs> pretty big company that does that <laughs> ones that are like how yeah dude let's gamble double for nothing what do we got to lose what, what, laughs what and billion dollar incomes <laughs> oh man how was your week oh a big yawn oh dude i don't know where up. that yawn came from but uh I mean, then, it was a week. It's been a long week. Here mm-hmm. we are on Monday again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starts all over. Starts all over. Probably Tuesday and, until it gets out for you guys that are listening, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the future. In the future. <laughs> future. We have zero idea where we're going to go with this episode. All we know is that our brains are not as on the chip as they should be. Uh, but there were quite a well, few races that provide, provided that for us. Yeah, week. I was going to say there was good racing this weekend, but not not a lot for us to go off of. So yeah. like we, we're missing out on a lot of stuff. Missed out on but a where couple did we start hours the of Glen. We missed out on, you know, some quality racing, it seems like, in Nashville, aside from the cup race. Because all mm-hmm. the rest of it was... I mean, there was some good racing going on throughout the Xfinity race and even parts of the truck race. because the part. The truck race wasn't a complete dumpster fire this time. So that's good. Yeah, the truck race was decent. Um, yeah. I was happy to see the – I mean, I, I like Nashville. I do like that racetrack. Um, track. I thought the cup race especially was fantastic. Oh, my God. Um, I think we – let's just start there. Like, I, I'm so, so thrilled that Chase won because now that tells me that concrete is something that Hendrick is getting right. Dover, yeah. he did well. Last night, he showed – that he could hold pace and not be giving up everything the car had. Well, you know, then they, look, Bristol, Larson won it last year. Sure, it was Chase battling uh, Harvick for the ending of the race, and those two got together and all this and that. And then last year, obviously, with Bowman winning Dover after Larson dominated, finished second to him, and then Larson won at uh, Nashville last year. Mm-hmm. So That's clearly there. You know, they've got yeah. something that they're doing right with those cars. And what I really loved too was that, like, dude, the end of the race, just the racing was so damn good. Ross Chastain's got a 
fucking set on him, man. Like that was <laughs> awesome to watch. I was standing there with my jaw on the floor. I'm like, this guy, he is not like what an annoyance in like the most incredible way possible. Like amazing as a fan, as a driver, you're like, dude, this guy, but you could see like he, he had a great handling race car and he was on it. What a talented oh, drive man. by him last night. There's a lot of laps that were three wide for like three, four laps trying to sort things out. Yeah, no, I honestly thought um, last night was probably some of the best racing we've seen, especially when it comes to short track that NASCAR classifies some of them at. Um, I, I think this was definitely up there for one of the better races of the year, hands down. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I, I, I was starting to say was, you know, just seeing how Chase was able to save tire. That was huge. You know, the, the Gibbs Toyotas were fast, but you could tell that they, they didn't quite have. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had forgotten all about that until you mentioned that. <laughs> so, CJ took Kyle Busch this week or last week uh -huh. and well, um, he forgot he was running the pedigree car. It almost worked out really well for you. But again, it's the uh, it did. It's the pedigree car. <laughs> yeah. For a second, I was like, oh, look at that. Maybe I'll get another good win again. Nope. Nope. Gone. Nope. Stripped right out from underneath you. Such <laughs> <laughs> is life. To be fair, that was all the Toyotas yesterday. Mm. Except for Kurt Busch. Because he's the only yeah. one that did a pit. <laughs> the, I, the, the one Toyota team that I really felt for was absolutely Bubba Wallace. That team let him down. Yeah. Like, they seriously let him down. He actually has been showing, like, speed. Like, he's getting it. So it starts to make you wonder, like, where the management's at with what's going on there. It's, it's disappointing. It is. Um, they have potential. I think it doesn't help the weeks that, you know, they go to checks that he struggles and he can't get any better at them. So aside from his pit crew not performing, it's also him not being able to run tracks that or run better at tracks that he needs to be running better at. Yeah. No, I think that – that drive hopefully could kick off something with him that leads to a resurgence, you know, like that there, there's progress being made there, no doubt, but well, let's look, all in all, let's do that. Then let's look at some of the results from last night. Uh, obviously chase Elliott winning Kurt Busch finishing second, as mentioned, uh, Ryan Blaney finishes third after having a abysmal race for the most part. Um, Larson able to get back to fourth. He had a, at least one speed road penalty. I couldn't remember if we were speeding on pit road. I couldn't remember if he had two or not. Uh, Ross Chastain got fifth. Denny Hamlin got sixth. Austin Sindrick has a good finish that he truly has needed for a long time now in finishing mm -hmm. seventh. Christopher Bell bounces back to eighth. Logano ninth and Harvick tenth. So you had all three Penske cars in the top ten. You had three Toyotas in the top ten. Then you had three Chevys in the top ten and a fourth Ford of Harvick after all the Toyotas, you know, made their pitting decision on that final caution. Which was absolutely fascinating. I knew they were going to do opposite of Chase. You, you had, had to, to though. It, what a great call, though. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as you get past for the lead, that's the second you come in because that's the, the, the smallest delta that you were going to have for that right. last part of the race. You know, you just knew, like, if it stayed green, which, of course, didn't. But, like, if it did, because we've seen races – happened like that with long long green flag runs to the end it made sense but
but I just didn't think that you could afford to not have tires there at the end. You really needed to have tires. Yeah, you, you had eight guys in front of you, in front of you, because Kyle Busch was the first one, and was was he in eleventh or tenth? I think so. Yeah. Tires. Yeah. So you had eight or nine guys in front of you that had old tires, but Elliot had a rocket ship of a car. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like even with new tires, the gap was still big enough that he had enough time to run away. Yeah. Three guys that did not have good races were Alex Bowman, William Byron and Chase Briscoe. Briscoe's been Mm -hmm. golly, dude. What has happened to him? Yeah. I got to say like, that was not Ty Gibbs, Ty Gibbs, (laughs) Ty Dillon's fault at all. No. Like that, sadly, you know, he that he was running decent and just got taken out. I don't know what's going on with Chase. It's almost as if he's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm purely speculating, right? But I wonder if like he needs to focus on his visual in the race car. Because when you start to look at like the wall or another car, like you want to look through things. Kind of like a similar idea is like you swing through the bat, yeah. right? If you're playing baseball, you swing through what you're trying to hit because you're not thinking about like looking at, the ball you're thinking about looking where you want it to go and sensing it when you change your focal point on the track you start to go towards what you're looking at you know what i mean so if he's like this is the third time now that he's tried to make a move on somebody and wrecked both of them and spun out because i'm wondering if he's now looking out the side of his helmet instead of looking straight ahead and not it sounds silly, but like, it's the only thing to me that would make sense as to why is he overdriving every single time? He's not looking down the racetrack. Maybe he's getting nervous. Maybe he's starting to feel the pressure. I mean, if he's feeling the pressure already, then, uh, he needs a uh, lot of coaching. Either that, or I think there's a combination of that. And Stuart Haas is like, Oh, well you have a win. So, you know, we can kind of throw you to the side for now and it's possible work on the other three especially yeah, Custer and Almarola, even though Custer's, well, yeah, I don't think he should be in the Cup Series. No, he, he doesn't seem ready. I mean, SHR as a whole, let's go down this rabbit hole real quick. We know Eric is leaving. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the storylines that I think we should be talking about each week is because the silly season is going to start to, yeah. it's going to start to surface now. The 10 car is still wide open. Sure, it could be implied that it's going to be Ryan Priest driving it, I don't think but, it's that implied at this point. No, I don't think so either. I don't think that Kyle Busch is going to leave the 18 after their their performance last night. So who is up for grabs? Who can move around? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't foresee anybody but Ryan Priest taking that 10 car right now. Noah Gregson. Again, possibility, yeah. But he's not going to be able to go to Hendrick. He's not going to be able to go to Trackhouse. He's mm-hmm. not going to be able to go to that second calling car like he wants mm-hmm. to. Or Maybe not. RCR? Both of them are options already. Both of them got accepted for options already. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go to Spire because that's, that's shit cars. Yeah, he wouldn't um, do that. I think he'd be better off staying in Xfinity and I keep think racing there. Taking the 10. If it's offered to him. Yeah. 100%. It just makes you wonder, though, um, looking at SHR and why Chase Briscoe has been driving the way he is, it makes you wonder, too, if there's any pressure on him. I mean, we'll get to SRX, but I don't know that Tony Stewart's ever really had much of a temper. <laughs> really? He's never Tony really Stewart? been intense on people. Yeah, no. Tony he's, Stewart? He's a nice guy. What? 
<laughs> him not have a temper? What? What is this that you speak of? Right. I don't know. He's not even being sarcastic. I don't know. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's but no, it was cool. And I, I will say to you with Nashville that I thought was really nice was you could just see how excited Chase was to win that. He was fired up at the end of that thing, man. That was such a cool burnout to listen to, too. It's great yeah. stuff. I like Nashville a lot. It's a lot of fun. Where do we go to next for the Cup Series? Next week, we go to Road America. Oof. Probably. I'm excited. I'd say top two road courses in the United States. Fight me on that. I would agree. Nope, I'd agree with that. Okay. <laughs> Josh would nope, come in and be like, you. Laguna Seca. And it's like. I don't know. I think Road America, because there's a lot of speed, right? You carry the brakes a lot each lap, which means at the end of a long run, you know, your brakes are getting you're they're used up like you're going like high speed to low speed then back to high speed back to low speed you know and just the way the racetrack is the elevation changes and there's certain areas that have been paved at different times than others and i think road america for the length of the track the fact that you have a lot of long straightaways out of corners it really like puts that exclamation mark right on like you need to get a really good drive off because it's going to cost you you know three quarters of a mile away and that's every every single lap this is going on not to mention the carousel is actually way more technical of a corner than you would think yeah. that's like skid pad 101 yeah. i agree with you i'd uh i'd also throw in uh you know watkins glenn in that same statement with road america they're both yeah. extremely fast extremely hard on the brakes like you yeah. heard um ringers and van Ranger Vanderzand, sorry, I bet I'm backwards. That Ranger Vanderzand. Yeah, <laughs> you you heard him mention that he's like in incredible shape, and like the street courses you'd think are like the worst courses for him, or you know for your bodies. He mentioned this in the IMSA race yesterday, and he's like, "This race, no, I'm already gassed, and we still got two hours to go." Like, sure, they're yeah. under red flag and all that, but he's like, I, "I'm already pretty gassed, and we still got hot. another couple hours to go." Like, oh yeah, yeah, it, it's. It's incredibly physical and you know, everybody hating on the 18 inch wheels. That's the one thing we'll talk. We'll touch on that from last night. Cause I have a point that I'm upset about. NBC explained those new tires and the new suspension in a way that Fox did it throughout their entire fucking season. And NBC did it in one race last night. One think, race, the first race they yep, did. Yep. 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 Because you need to have visual learning. People don't understand. People don't know what that's like. Not to mention that locking mechanism that's on that wheel. There needs to be something more robust, I think, that comes down the line. But that's how it is in every form of motorsports. And it made it perfect for somebody who has never held a single lug wheel in their life. You maybe have never even seen one. You know what I mean? Unless you're like hanging around like high-end Porsche or Lamborghini places or whatever, like you're not going to have the ability to even see what one of those wheels looks like. They don't no. just slide on. They, they absolutely nailed it. I loved that. Loved, loved, loved it because it made it so much more in-depth in understanding of like what exactly is happening. Problem though is last night, we'll get to Imza, but last night something really tragic could have happened. And that's not, that's not right. It's not right. It makes you wonder like, I don't know. Okay, here's my tinfoil hat for a second. Why can't you put a sensor in each wheel that as that locking mechanism pops up, 
actually hits a sensor in that spindle to say like it's engaged. So in an aircraft, right? Bear with me for a second. When you come into land, you hit your landing gear, you put it down and you say it to your co-pilot. And then what you look for is what they call three green. There should be all three of your landing gear indicated lit up green that they are down and they're locked. So like the, the gear folds down, right? But if that, that hinge mechanism doesn't actually lock, it's just going to collapse as soon as you hit the ground anyway. So sometimes you'll put the gear down. And if you have a malfunction on one of them, you'll see two green and not three. Why can't there be something with four, even if it's in the pit box, right? Like it doesn't have it to be in be the car. The but, box, yeah. But Dude, why not? Okay. Right? Like, BBS has the technology to do that. You know. I think so. Goodyear has the technology to do that. NASCAR definitely has the technology to do that. That's a great idea. That's something that could easily be done. And I just think the teams are just like, oh, well, that's an extra, you know, a quarter of a 15th of a pound. So we don't want that on our cars. And it's like, all right, well, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. Right. And because that NASCAR at that point being idiots, it's the teams. No, and, and I, I feel for the tire changer, but at the same time, like there was a clear miscue or, or there's some sort of miscue in how teams are coaching the different people in the pit stops. In my opinion, the Jackman has always been regarded as the leader of the pit stop. Right. And this, I think is another reason why I also hate to say it, but the quick and easy solution is to get rid of the Jackman altogether, put air jacks in the car, because at that point you need all the tires to be on before you're dropping the jacks to go. Right now you're dropping one side, right? So like in that one side to the other, you don't have time with that air, the, the car to still be up in the air to even see like, you, you know what I'm saying? It should be led by the tire changers now is what it seems like because you're rushing to get the car out of the pit box and you're, it, it just, it's, I, I had to hold my breath for a second because if that got catapulted over the fence, somebody would die. Well, fans are going to die. And I feel like this is another time we have to say the same thing over and over again nascar needs to talk to indycar nascar needs to be in communication with the people running imsa that isn't nascar and figure out what they can do to solve the single load problem again i don't think it's nascar's fault i don't think it's the wheels the wheel manufacturer's fault i think it's a the team's trying to do the pit stops too fast because you know your goal is to get in and out as quick as possible but at the same time, it's kind of like, hey, if we have to slow down the pit stops to make sure everything's right, you guys are going to have to do that. Like, Yeah. It's just and that's what I'm saying. Like, that indicator should have a sensor attached because if the teams know, you know what I mean? Like, hey, the wheel is not on. Yeah. Do not drop the jack. Everybody's got a radio in their headset. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason, too, that obviously for safety, all the picker guys have a helmet on, but because they have a radio to hear what's going on, too. Yeah. So and it is sad. It's it's, like, it's just like the porpoising in F1, right? It's there's the, the teams know how to stop it. <laughs> the teams don't care. Choosing they don't care about you. They don't care about the driver. They care about making money, getting mm -hmm. the best result. You know, it's kind of one in the same, which sucks because I wish that you want to police it, but it's it's just a slippery edge, man. That was my small rant. It, that made me really scared. I hope that doesn't happen again because that would be an absolute tragedy. I mean, maybe like, all right. I know IMSA and WEC have this system for their pit stops. And sure, you know what? This slows down the pace of NASCAR. But what if you made a limit to how, to how short the driver can be in the box time-wise? Like a minimum pit stop time? Yeah. That way the teams can figure out 
if all the tires are on the car. Like, yeah, it's a tricky one because it's there's so many engineering ways that you could do it. You know what I mean? Like I had said, like my mind tells me if you saw the on um, the NBC graphic as the wheel nut spins, that little they had painted red indicator pops up. So that's now a little moving piece. There's no reason you couldn't just have two leads go into that. And as that pops up, now it closes the circuit and a little green light comes on to tell you that it's on all the way, you know, or something along those lines to make it more of an indicator. But like you said, you could make it, everyone has a minimum of a 11 second stop. So from the time you break the beam entering the box, the time you leave 11 seconds. The way some of these teams struggle with getting the tires on. Right. Well, and like, so they, they yeah. showed the 17s replay last night. He had it on. He just needed to wait that extra, like Steve Latard had said, like half a second to actually get the wheel to be secured on there. You know, so if you think of it, if they had an extra second on their pit stop time, period, it wouldn't have mattered. You would have been full of fuel anyway. Like they would have been, hey, check the check the wheels. Or, yeah. you know, you do go NASCAR meets IndyCar and you have one tire changer per wheel. I don't know. that Something, though, is going to have to dramatically change to – to complement this wheel change, because if that, I don't know, dude, I just, I don't want to speak it into existence, but I remember when IndyCar went to Charlotte, you know what I mean? Like I remember watching that race as a kid and knowing damn well, like three people just got like basically decapitated by a wheel going into the stands. You're going to go to races. I'm going to go to races. My family's going to go to races. Your family could be going to races. Like, you know what I mean? We you strap into the car and you get, you top over the wall and whatever you're doing, cause you know, the risks. To me, that's unacceptable. So I hope that they change something. They got to figure it out. Yeah. But other than that, I loved the race. I thought Nashville was a great show. I'm excited for Road America. Speaking of F1, they go to Silverstone. I don't know how F1 came into the picture right there. I heard IndyCar. Well, yeah, IndyCar too, because I mentioned the porpoising, I guess. Oh, yeah. And how Mercedes had the chance to fix it. And they're just like, yeah, well, yeah. we'd be slow. They're going, so. they're going to probably the closest actual thing. They got to a home race now because they got two Brits in their cars. Mm. I think they'll do well. I think they'll I think do Mercedes... well, but they're not going to win. No. no, I don't, I think, don't think so. Either. If, I think in order for Mercedes to win this year, they need Red Bull and Ferrari to DNF. They can't Which have... is not out of the question. It's not, but they can't have just one of those teams DNF. It's got to be yeah. all four. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. What about, uh, so I know we get to picks a little bit later on. Any yes. car, I'm sure we'll get to picks also. Yes. But we did have one other race this weekend that was worth mentioning. That was SRX. That was back. indubitably. Hmm. We saw Tony Stewart tried to be uh, Ernie Francis Jr.'s dad. <laughs> Freak out him, grabbed by the collar. <laughs> yep. I Tracy actually won a heat. What? Yeah, he's he's a guy that uh I don't know, man. I used to be kind of a fan of Paul Tracy back in the day. And now I'm just like, can this guy just shut up? I'm sad that this is how SRX was ran this past weekend. I mean, you shouldn't grab another grown man by the back of the collar. You know what I mean? Like, I get he's the boss, man. I get he was angry, but like, is this WWE or is this like what IROC was? You know what I mean? Like I I'm starting to see where I hope that there's not a trend being formed here. Paul Tracy is a great example of it. That dude needs to calm down. <laughs> you need to sit in your lane, man. Like you're not the best driver out there by far. Tony Stewart could be though. And that's where it's disappointing, but it was a really good race. Um, I wanted to see Marco Andretti win. I thought the Biff had a shot at one point. Tracy won his heat. 
Uh, Tony Stewart went on to the win. It did kind of seem as though like it was because nobody wanted to race him. It kind of felt to me like nobody wanted to run Tony hard because they're all yeah. like, this guy's going to freak out. But That's the unfortunate thing. I mean, yeah. I, I had a good thought on taking Biff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in South Boston's a great, great track. Like that's a fantastic little, you know, oval racetrack which i will say srx is nailing that like they're bringing to light these great racetracks that a lot of people wouldn't have otherwise heard about like south boston dude if they had a a truck race there or an xfinity race there i would be watching every lap of that that would be great you know or thompson where they're going next thompson speedway dude a cup car around thompson would be a that would be an absolute show we're going to stafford or stafford i'm sorry stafford yeah thompson and stafford are both in um, I know. I'm surprised you're not trying to go to that next week. You know. I don't know how much tickets are. I didn't really look. Oh, they can't be that much. Let's find out for you real quick. We're yeah, gonna find out to on air how much. All right. Yeah. I'll go to an SRX race. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's see Stafford. Let's find some. Uh, let's find some ticket. Ticket info, Jeff. They might be sold out already. <laughs> Ah, they are sold out. Yeah. They wouldn't surprise me. SRX sold out for Stafford already. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a great race. You know what I mean? Stafford's a really fun racetrack. Thompson is too, which is what I did initially have in my head. So I admit my fault there. But yeah, I I like that they're showing these places off. I'm not really looking forward to the dirt. I'll be honest. I do wish there was a road course. I'm going to say this every time we talk about SRX. <laughs> I think um, I think Sharon will be different than I-55. There's yeah. something, something about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, since we're talking about next week things too, IndyCar, IndyCar. they're going to be at Mid-Ohio. That is... Mid-Ohio. Oh. I... Oh. I feel like that's the one race if I were an IndyCar driver that I would be either preparing extra hard for or like kind of regretting. <laughs> Mid Ohio is an absolute workout in an IndyCar, man. Yeah. You get no breaks, nothing. There's like barely any straightaway to catch your breath each lap. And it's supposed to be hot. They're already forecasting another heat wave for next week. Yeah. Ah. It's gonna be a hell of a uh, hell of an event, I think. <laughs> like that's I, that's just the way to put it. Um, everything next week is gonna be probably absolute bangers. You got mm-hmm. you got, I guess we'll say all four major rotors motorsports. I'm obviously running road courses because you know two of them only do, and then one predominantly does, but. All four major motorsports running road courses next weekend. You got F1 at Silverstone. You got IMSA running at Mossport. You got IndyCar at Mid-Ohio. And you got NASCAR at Road America. Like, does it get much better than this? Is Not the 4th of July weekend. Like, or like what? Right? No, this, this is fantastic. Yeah. I, I'm really excited that we're, we're finally – at that point in the year where like 
every single week there's something good to watch. Like there's something worth seeing happening in motorsports. This is like the heyday of it. Yeah. This is so a beauty, one after another. Yes. Oh, hold on. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. I did that all wrong. <laughs> Trying to rip my a page off of my pad of paper here. It's just like, no, I want to stay. Because we know what time that. it is. I'm going to clip that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's CJ guy. Oh, my God. Can't take him anywhere. <laughs> Worst part is we never left. <laughs> so we have. F1. We have Formula U. Indy. We have Indy. IMSA at Mossport. I know we didn't really touch on the six hour, but it was sad that there was such a huge gap. And there's a gap in coverage. The first like four hours wasn't even on TV. It was on well, Peacock. It was on Pe- but- I mean, I watched it on Peacock. Also it was on yeah, so I had no I had no problem with it because um yeah. I do that. I do that too. Yeah, I don't know. I I what spend the money do? on Hulu. We can't do an SRX pick this week then if we do a F1. Why? That's four. Road America. Oh. Cup. Silverstone. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stafford. Well, I would say that IMSA is IMSA is kind of harder to follow because of how many entries go to some races and not all of them. So why don't we skip our IMSA picks for this week? Well, and we'll go F1 Indy SRX Cup. Who's racing this week there? Let's see. Because their entry list should be out already. Yes. Yes, it is out already. So we got six DPIs. Seven LMP3s. We got six GTD Pro. And we got eight GTD. So it's up to you if you'd rather do an IMSA or would you rather do a something else pick? I think I think we should go F1 Indy SRX Cup. Okay. My personal. Let's start with the obvious. F1. Who's your pick? Wait, you said F1 Indy SRX Cup. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll skip IMSA this week. Okay. So which one are we starting with? Or no, we're starting which one do we want to start with? Let's start with F1. F1. There's only like four you could choose from. I mean, yeah. Uh, Britain. Well, you know what? He's going to get revenge. On all the British fans from last year. He's going to come out. Kick everyone's ass. Because he's going to be pissed off. From a lap one incident from last year. And he's going to say. Hey. Remember how we like. Had to go to Abu Dhabi to decide the championship last year. Yeah no. I'm going to end it right here this weekend. Max Verstappen. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I totally could see that because he's going to want to exactly what you just said. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder and want to drive it. No, oh, yeah. I, I don't know who I want to go with. Like my heart tells me that it's possible Mercedes pulls some shit to get one of their guys up there. And so my gut is telling me Lewis Hamilton, 
my gut's telling me the 44 gets so you know what i'm gonna stick with it that's my pick for this weekend i think right. lewis i think they finally break through and get a win who knows maybe it does have to come from like red bull and ferrari both having like a, a off together and like taking each other out yeah. totally possible but i just think that mercedes has made some adjustments they've already talked about they they fixed the porpoising in the car that's not really the problem you know what i mean yeah. so it's We'll see. I think they could engineer their ways into something here. Plus, let's just like address the elephant in the room with Silverstone. They're in the middle of a lawsuit with the people that paved the racetrack because it's a terrible surface. It is so bumpy. You know, like it is terrifyingly oh, bumpy. Mercedes ain't going to do shit this week. <laughs> right. So like <laughs> what we will see because it's I don't think it's going to be so much as can Mercedes engineer around the bumps. I think everybody is going to have to deal with a horrible surface i think you're going to see mechanical failures i i think it's going to be a more interesting race than what we've seen from silverstone in the past that's that that's a fair you know it's a fair assessment i'll say um and next we got indy i just think for seven's going to come in with too much you know oh yeah i mean he's definitely gonna be the favorite i think he wins this championship major nutsack around at everyone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am from Holland. Isn't that real? <laughs> I, I just think there's no way he doesn't come in there and it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to dominate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's only two things that scare me. Nuclear war and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> what about oh, IndyCar? Who's he pick for IndyCar. 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 So Mid Ohio. We're going to Mid Ohio. Let's see, boys. So last year, Joseph Newgarden won. I don't want to go with him. Only because, like, you know, you need some. I feel like I already have my pick. I think. I'm going to go with willpower. Oh, you suck. I was waiting Penske for it because that's who I was. Penske cars are just going to keep swapping it. Yeah, no, he's willpower clearly had some speed. They think that he needed that win at Belle Isle to like just kind of catapult him into that confidence, you know, like to, to be able to know like, hey, you still got it. You yeah. just need to go get it. It's up to you at this point. Oh, I wanted to go with willpower, but I completely stole your pickup from under you. <laughs> well, I had a feeling you were gonna, which is why I was gonna let you go first. But I don't know. I, the only other person that I feel like could really, I mean, Mid Ohio is such a difficult track to begin with. Yeah. I mean, you you really can't go wrong with any of the Penske guys, but something tells me that Scott Dixon, who's always run really well here, um. You make people that have something to say. I don't know. Here's my thought. Okay. Mid Ohio, like we talked about is a very physical racetrack. You don't get a lot of breaks. So the driver makes a big difference. The more that you put those kinds of things into play, yes, their car set up and all those things are always going to be an equal amount of a variable. But when you start to add a racetrack, that's very physical. It's going to be hot. You don't get a lot of breaks. The driver now has a much more proportionate say in how the race is going to play out by just digging deep and just running hard. And I think that you look at, we just chose two of the veteran guys in the field because that's what I would expect to come out of this race. So I, yeah, 
I, I feel confident with, with Dixie. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Now we're going to go to probably what is going to be the biggest test for these next gen cars in terms mm-hmm. of a road course aspect, in terms of a bumpy, worn out, twist and turn, fast corners, slow corners, medium corners, tight, mm-hmm. open, you know. Yep. Yep. This track has it all. Elevation changes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. Who is your pick for Cup? Well, it's one here in Xfinity Series. He was running really well last year until he had a trans problem. He is the 2022 Daytona 500 champion. Gonna go no way. To get his second win of the year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Call me Penske bias this weekend, but you know what? You're Penske bias every weekend. Not every weekend, okay? <laughs> you live Penske bias. <laughs> guys. Hey, last week was the first time I took Blaney like all season. All right. So fair. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> It's a tough one for me because I, I don't, the one call that I got right when we went to Sonoma was I said it was going to be a track house car and it was. So, I mean, part of me wants to, you know, they're going to be extremely fast, but that, that right there leaves four guys hardcore that I think they're, they're the hands down favorites. You have the two track house cars, obviously, but then you have Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. Oh, Kyle Larson. Interesting. I would have gone with MTJ out of those instead of See, I, I think for Cup, I'm going to go Kyle Larson, and here's why. Kyle Larson is a really good road course racer, and I think that he's he's going to have the challenge this week of like, hey, the crew is here to help you. We'll get you there on pit stops. We'll get you there in car setup. But he didn't lose those guys, right? That's the weird part of this whole suspension thing and where I don't think that it's an adequate punishment. I know you and I talked about this last night as we were texting during the race, but – so you lose a guy. What? So what does that mean? You don't get vacation. First of all, congratulations. You get to now have a weekend like everybody else in the regular world has. And so you now, instead of working seven days a week, you get to take those two days off. But the rest of the week, there's nothing that says they can't have involvement with the car, with the team, with the setup, yeah. the engineers, like same with the engineers. Like it, it, it's all, it's all still pretty much the same. Yeah. However, the one thing is that Chase Elliott is still going to have his same crew chief and all that stuff and the comfortability and he's a very obviously talented road racer, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think because he had the potential last night to have a really good finish and didn't really have the car there for it at the end. I think Kyle Larson's going to want to prove that he can win without Cliff Daniels, the same way that Jimmy won without Chad Knaus, the same way that, you know, it's happened several times in, in history where like the best drivers, can you win without your regular crew chief and be adaptable? He's the guy that comes to that kind of challenge. I think Larson takes Road America. I mean, if he does that, that's a hell of a feat because that was his worst road course last year too. Hmm. It didn't show that on the it didn't show that on the finishing order in terms of Daytona, but he was he was in line to win that race too. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was, Road America was actually his worst road course last year. So that'd be that's a hell of a if he can do that and without Cliff Daniels, that's a hell of a feat, dude. That'd yeah, be and that's. I think he probably sees it the same way too. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not that he's not a bad road course racer. He's, he is a generational talent because of the level of car control that he has period. Yeah. So like when you have that level of car control, you start adding in a track that's really difficult and often kind of unforgiving like road America is 
because a small mistake becomes exacerbated with like we're talking about long straightaways and long fast laps. I don't know. Somebody like him, when he is driven and motivated, he's got the talent. It's the mental game. And I think that he's starting to see that and take that on as a true challenge. And I think that Chase having two wins now this season is the one possibility that could hurt him. Seems like when he gets really successful, he kind of shits the bed a little bit, just a little bit <laughs> as the time progresses. But I could, I just, I really do think Kyle Larson has the talent as a driver to be good on the road courses. And he wants to prove some things to people. You can hear it in him. Yeah. As much as I think Larson's struggling, I think he's also kind of just like, all right, let's get to the playoffs. You know, I got my win, you know, yeah, get to the playoffs. He's become, he's, he's just going to turn up. Yeah. It's going to be Johnson all over again. I think, and I think too, that like, I'm getting a lot of like Max Verstappen vibes from him too. Right. I feel like Verstappen, you've noticed his driving standards have gotten so much higher. He's become patient. He's become a little bit more like, you know, just he gets smarter. pissed off when slow cars are in the way. No, <laughs> but right. He's being strategic, yeah. you know, like his maturity is starting to get there to be strategic and know like, Hey, this is what it feels like to be there at the very end. Like now it takes all these things to be strung together to be there at the end. And I think Larson is starting to see that too. It's not going to be a sophomore slump. I really do think that if it's not Logano, because that was my pick at the beginning of the year, I remembered that to be the 22 and 22, but if it's not, I think it's totally realistic to think the five repeats for the first time since Jimmy Johnson. We've never had a back-to-back winner other than Hendrick Motorsports as a whole. We've never had a back-to-back driver's champion. Not since the playoffs, sorry, no. No. That'd be extremely impressive. Now, we've had the same Final Four numerous times back-to-back, and it was actually the same four guys, but we've never had um, a guy win it Mm back-to-back. Who were those four that were back-to-back twice? Pretty sure it was Harvick, KFB, MTJ, and uh, Denny. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I know from like 14 to 19, aside from 2018, it was those four like almost every year. Mm-hmm. So, or no, sorry, 16 to. I don't know. You know. <laughs> but I mean, like, it shows the point. Why? Why do we have the playoffs? Why do we have all this stupid when you're? It's exciting. It's yeah. exciting. It makes sense. You I mean, like you just said, if you follow kind of what this is showing, it is meant to show the best teams and drivers will rise to the top at the end. I mean, granted, you know, whoever shows up at Phoenix in the final four is going to have the most illegal car in the history of NASCAR this year. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you're not trying, I don't want to drive for you. 30 things illegal on the car and only have like two things get taken off. Let's be real. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's doing that. Everyone is doing that. Yeah. I think it's gonna be oh, I'm really excited. I love this new car. I love the next gen. Don't don't touch it. Don't change it. Just change how we're policing it. That's all. It's so nice. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I like Me it. Me gusta más. <laughs> Anyways, we got one SRX. Yep. SRX. Super rage experience. Whoa. Super raging experience. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> shit rage <laughs> hey shl- whoa <laughs> <laughs> super rejected experience <laughs> I mean, silly rage 
Silly goose. <laughs> it's a silly rage experience. Silly rage tricks are for kids. Anyway, <laughs> uh, none of these guys racing our kids. <laughs> Suppressed <week>. rage experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that how Paul Trace feels at this point with this series? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Call and check on your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, dude. Like, I just, I really hope that last week, like, doesn't happen again. Somebody needs to tell Tony Stewart, like, look, you, you just can't physically go after another guy. Like, yeah, is that short track racing? Sure. Like, did he have nice things to say afterwards? Sure. But like, let's just, let's just cut the shit. Like, let's just address the elephant in the room. Dude, you are not somebody that should be showing you haven't worked in your anger management. The league. He owns the series. He owns the we series. We all know Tony Stewart's history. I think it's very disappointing that he's he outwardly still showing. He can't be doing this shit. I won't watch it if that's how it's going to be. It will immediately turn me off as a fan. all the time? Yeah, no, it's not fun anymore. Yeah, no. This was great last I, I year think because the, all of them had a smile on their face after each race, like, aside from what happened to them. Well, and Paul Tracy. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they, they got to calm down with that shit. Like, that was just... I don't know. I Going into it with, again, hey, maybe it was just a hiccup. People get angry. Maybe that's the most temper we see out of SRX for a while. I'm cool with that. I hope so, at least. As far as who's going to win it, I have a bold prediction. Oh, boy. I think Marco Andretti gets the win. Oh. He is showing that he gets this, dude. Somebody put him in a stock car, please. I Put Marco Andretti in the Project 91 car. You heard it here. Like, that's what I want to see. To do some Xfinity races this year and then didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. I, I heard rumblings of that too, or like saw that, yeah, it's probably because of funding. But I mean, either way, like, okay, why not have Michael Waldrop Brewing put him in for a race or just Camping World? Like somebody get Marco Andretti into yeah. something for a stock car. He seems to get it, dude. He's good at tire management. He seems like he understands the race craft pretty well. Obviously, he ran a lot of ovals in IndyCar. Yeah. I think Marco. Justin Marks. Really? Yep. Because he's going to come up with that track house hype. He's going to get her done. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. He's got talent. He's replacing Helio this week. Justin Marks drove for Turner for a while. Mm-hmm. He's a, he definitely has that wheelman talent. That's a good pick. Yeah. All right, we've, we've got a pretty solid roster. And then so for Josh... Let me just write this down here. Y-O-U-S-U-C-K. Got it. Bob Pachris just made a really intelligent tweet this morning that I didn't see until now. And I got to say this. For all those Hendrick fans mad at Corey LaJoy, consider this. Without the wreck with Alex Bowman, they likely get to halfway and maybe, not definitely, NASCAR calls the race at the big storm instead of drying the track. Hendrick fans, stay in your motherfucking lane. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a lot of hindsight, man. Hindsight's Everything's hindsight in racing. Everything's yeah, but- hindsight in racing. If they want to be mad at him at this point because of the thing with Bowman, Chase Elliott doesn't win the race. If anything, if anything, you have someone like Denny Hamlin or Kyle Busch win the race. Who 
who gets more pissed yeah. off at that than anyone else in the fan base of the sport? I'm Hendrick just bad fans. at playing psychologist. You know what I mean? Like I go Hendrick fuck fans get happy. pissed off at that more <laughs> than anything else. Like, look, if, if certain fan bases are upset about certain things, that's the toxicity that we just talked about, like with SRX. That I, I'm over it. You know what I mean? Like I, I think what happened with Core of the Joy last night was 100 racing. People are pushing the limits. People are trying. You know, yeah. you are there every single lap trying to push. Sorry. Like, give your balls a tug. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, it loses me when, when fans are like, oh, why well, is Corey Joy racing everyone so hard? Like, huh? He's in the back of the car. Why does he yield? Yeah, dude. Like, what the hell? Yeah. He's still getting paid. The team's still getting paid. Like, people are getting paid to bring the car to the track and do well. Why do you not care about the tire coming off and killing six people in the stands? Because you're there to go faster and go faster and keep going faster and be the fastest and get paid. Exactly. But, you know, we got a lot of idiots in the sport, especially the fans. Oh, shit. I probably shouldn't say that out loud. Oh, well, I did. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a fan, so I, I can I can rope myself into that. Yeah. I'm just a really smart idiot. Yeah. I'm just an idiot that has more brain cells than some other people in the world. <laughs> Smart's a relative term, man. I've stuck by that for a long time because I believe it to be true. Hey, sometimes you can be smart and stupid, but you can't always be, you know, just stupid. Mm. You try. <laughs> you can try. But like, <laughs> then your brain is like, oh, wait, no, wait. Um, you know, thought process. Not working out there, guy. Probably mm. shouldn't do that. Mm. Fair. But I think that about wraps her up then. I think we did good. We did good. Yeah. Josh, did good. you are severely disappointing us. Beesh. 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 I'm pretty Beesh. sure he's actually getting his oil changed this morning. I thought he was doing that last week. I thought he was doing it himself. Huh. <laughs> Anywho, I've had fun this week. We know what we're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. That's this oh, yeah. week's episode of On the Chip. Thank you, um, CJ, as always, for being on here. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. <laughs>